Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. And today we're talking about Sunday drives with your classic or your modern classic. Yeah, I suppose can you use it? Can you use a classic car? How you know, how hard, how well prepared do you need to be just to go for a Sunday drive? Look, my thoughts are, Ori, that, you know, with your cars that you've got, whether you've got one or two or three classics or whatever you've got, I think you need to have them ready so that you can pick and choose. So your car's got to be ready. Is the battery, uh, you know, fully charged? Is it all, you know, tyres pumped up? Is it service? Can you take it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, I think it's it's great that you you can take them as long as you've got them ready. So you you don't want to get disappointed that you go to get in it and something's wrong. The wipers aren't working or something. So and that's all. Th- yeah, we've said it before. Maintaining these cars is key and imperative. And even if it doesn't need a service, get them looked at once a year yep. for all these bits and pieces. Because when the weather's right, it's a beautiful sunny day. You know what? All the stars align, let's just say, and you've got a couple of spare hours. You're going to go. You want to go. Yeah. And the worst thing is you get in there. And something's not right. Yeah. The other day, yeah, it was a spare of the moment thing. We were at the Christmas Day lunch sort of thing and uh, we were with a few boys and said, hey, why don't we go for a drive the next morning? And uh, we were lucky we had uh, my brother Carlo, who's been on the show with his Mustang. Yeah. He brought his son Fabian along, uh, Jason. Jason, the, 360, the 360, yeah. which we'll talk about in due course. And um, I, I bought my son, Vincent, and he took my 456 and I drove my 308 GT4. So the, the thing that we worked out is set a meeting time, all right, because, you know, you want to know where you're meeting and not so procrastinate when you get ready in the morning. We're only going to go for two or three hours. You didn't know where you were going yet? They left it up to me. So I said, well, okay, we'll meet at a certain place, which is on the on the way to, you know, through the hills, and set a, set a spot to go. And this time I set the spot at Birdwood Motor Museum, which we'll talk about in the future too because they've got lovely cars Car in there. Yeah. So um, we'll get onto that as well. And it's a good meandering road through the hills. So you're not going at speed. Well, I was leading the pack. So uh, you were going at speed. Well, the Mustang wouldn't have been going no, at speed. No, the Mustang, we had we had an order because the Mustang um, is due for tyres. Okay. So he was at the back of the pack and then in front of him was my son with a 456 GT and then Jason in his 360 Moderna and myself in the, the 74 308 GT4. And it, the, the good thing is going through the hills, um, the least suited car there was the Mustang because he's still got drum brakes. He is looking to get disc brakes on it, apart from getting the new tyres. But it was a, a, a good drive up there, and we went at a time when there was not many push bikes on the road, because that's a bit of a worry sometimes. And you just, uh, with a group of four, it's probably about the maximum you want, three or four, because you want to make sure that everyone's in, in a group. But you set your destination so that if someone gets lost or held up, you can still meet where you need to meet and you stop for a coffee and things like and, that. And, you, you know, the good thing about going in a group also with other people is if anything happens to any of the cars, you know, you've got someone else to look at. When you're by yourself, yeah, you're stranded. Not that you haven't got a mobile phone on you and things like that, but I think it's easier if you're in a group. Yeah, you feel a lot more confident if something one of them overheats or something's not quite right. And the good thing is when you stop, you stop at a couple of spots, like we stopped at uh, Birdwood and uh, had, you know, a bit of coffee and a couple of cakes and you're chatting about the experiences of you know other road users and things like that it, it is really good did you swap cars 
Did you drive uh, each other's? Well, Vincent drove my 308 GT4 on the way to the meeting place and then we swapped onto the... Um, 456. Yeah, and I took the GT4. And when we got to Birdwood, we stopped in front of the Birdwood Museum. Unfortunately, it wasn't open when when we got there. Uh, it'll be, it was open when we left and we were in a hurry to go then. Uh, but we took some photos. So they'll be on our Instagram page. Perfect. But, you know, that was really good. And you were going to come that morning, Ori, but uh, you had <laughs> a big night the night before, I think. I did have a big Christmas and, uh, yeah, I was recovering the next morning, let's say. I saw the, I actually saw the text message a little bit too late and wasn't going to make the meeting spot. And that's the other thing. You don't want to say you're going to be somewhere when you're not, especially with things like this because people start to get stressed and worried about it. So I thought I'll miss out. But then uh, we were lucky enough to go a couple of days later. Yeah, well, you had the, you had the itches, so... I did have the itches. We went. Uh, we ended up uh, actually before we get onto that that afternoon because my middle son wanted to go for a drive, but he he went shopping with his uh, Vincent's girlfriend, and uh, so we ended up going with a four, five, six in the afternoon. Went down to the beach, so that was a nice a nice drive, and that we took it easier. And um, see, so all so you've used this car all day. Yeah, so it's not like oh, the, right. you know these classics. We only can use them a couple of hours a week. Put the kilometre on, the, you know. And a lot of they're very good point. A lot of people, oh, I don't want to drive it too much because I'm going to put kilometres on the clock and it's going to devalue the car. What's the value of your experience in driving the car? That's right. Don't worry about the value of the car. Just use it and you'll enjoy it. And the good thing is, especially if you go with someone, uh, like I was with my middle son, Domenico, you know, you have a chat, you know, on the way back he's fell asleep. But anyway, um, you know, you have a chat about a variety of things and you spend some quality time. You stop for an ice cream or whatever. And that's what these classics are all about. Spending time together, spending time with other enthusiasts but you know, just doing things, doing things to remind you of a period of your life. Yeah, and, and it's got to be with like-minded people. I mean, you don't want to be talking about cars when someone else is not really interested at all. So you've got to be mindful of that. But as soon as you've gotten a fellow enthusiast, well, you can keep talking and keep talking. So the next day, Ori, we uh, we went. Yeah, and, and same thing. You know, I woke up and I said, oh, "Today I want to go for a drive." So I took my daughter with me. My um, my middle child, and uh, she's my cruising buddy, so she's always up for a drive. And I said, "Yep." Took the covers off, started it up. Where you go? Went to the service station, filled it up with petrol, and we are good to go. And the enjoyment, I should say, just driving around before we met you, we drove around for an hour, an hour and a half, just visiting a few people, and uh, just slowly cruising you know the coast and things like that just thoroughly enjoyable yeah so that cruise there that was mainly on uh, yeah as you said along the coast but there were straighter roads and straighter roads no uh, you know nothing high speed like i said just a mere cruise and just getting to know the vehicle because i think the more you drive these cars the more you become comfortable in driving no them, doubt right and so a lot of people think you know even if they've got the newer ones, which you got all the mod cards, all the latest technology. If they don't drive them often, they still don't know what all these things do and what it's capable of or not capable of or what it should be used for. So I think, you know, I am finding new things out every time I drive my car. And you and as you improve, like the gear changes with the gated shifter. Yeah. As absolutely. those clicks go in perfectly, you get so seamlessly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You do get you know when you've made a good gear change, right? You know if you're in the right level. I mean, we then were lucky enough to take it through the hills. Yeah, uh, so you came past my place, so I got my GT four out and uh, again that was ready, no ready problem. To go. And we went up to um 
Where'd we go? Lobethal. Lobethal, yes. which is uh, a town just in the hills, in the foothills, or actually in the hills, um, past Adelaide, which is probably an hour's drive. Uh, we went the back way, not through the freeway, and absolutely fantastic. The the roads and, you know, other road users that weren't even going the speed limit would slow down or pull over in the, in the um, slow down lanes and you could overtake and away we went. And, you know, the main people that waved at us and looked at us and called out to us and had a chat with us when we stopped for coffee because, you know, the, these are unique and, you know, desirable items and so they should be shared. And, you know, when we stopped at, at Label Thule there, there was a couple of people that went for a cruise with their whole families uh, in uh, the two-door Monaros, the uh, Australian yeah. icon, the Monaros, the late model ones, and we stopped and had a chat with them because, of course, you know, they're all enthusiasts, so they like your cars, you like theirs, and away well, you go. We saw, while we were just sitting there, we saw that Cam- the old 68 Camaro go thing past, come past. Yeah, we yeah. saw an old Dodge Charger come past. So, you know, all the beautiful cars were out on the weekend. And that's, and that's the beauty of having these cars. There's no good having it sitting in the shed. No way. Right? No way. Get them out, drive them, because, you know, the more you drive them, You'll detect if there are any problems, That's number right. one. Yeah. And you're enjoying them. And you're keeping them fresh. I mean, you're lubricating them and, you know, everything's getting used. So they're going to last longer. Yeah, I think that, that was a good point. Uh, I remember our technician telling us, you know, when you take it out, don't just take it out for 20 minutes, half an hour, just go around the block or whatever you want to do. A good hour, get the lubricants yep. moving, get all the oils, juices moving so everything's actually working. Yeah, well, we, we plan when we go out, Ori, as, as you do and I do, uh, is a minimum of three quarters of an hour, an hour drive. Yeah, you need to do you that. Know, at least, you know. And sometimes you do uh, highway driving, but we like the, the curves and undulations, uh, there's no doubt. Look, I think, you know, and you can use it as part of family time as well. So, okay, you might only have two-seater or two-plus-two, but, you know, someone else can come in their SUV, I suppose. Well, now that you've got the Lambo SUVs, you've got all sorts of SUVs. Yeah, well, uh, I think Ferrari's the Ferrari, the, the, about to release uh, one in 2022. Well, how, how do you pronounce the it? Purosangwe. Purosangwe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, the thing is, when we go out for these drives, th- there's one thing I've also um, tried to do is you need to go out when you've got time. Do not be rushed. Like if you need to make an appointment in an hour, do not give yourself an hour. No, you you can't be rushed. You're not concentrating and and you're rushing and you're not enjoying the experience. And I think apart from not rushing, you do have to have a destination. Otherwise you leave and you go into streets that you don't really want to be down. And we've done that a couple of times early on, Ori, that, you know, you drive and you're just in traffic and where you're going really. So set a, you know, set set a couple of points that you can stop for a coffee or, or whatever. And then another one later on, um, there's, I mean, we're fortunate in Adelaide that classic drives are, are very close to us around here. So you can go to the beaches. Uh, we have to do the southern one like um, Karakalinga or... Yeah, that would be Norwood. good. That's a good one. But certainly, you know, and certainly being able to go to drives, depending on how you're feeling, you might want a, a spirited drive through the hills or you might want to cruise on, you know, more like freeway type stuff. Uh, but we've got a big variety here. You know, today driving into work... Up just before the foothills, there was a group, I think it was 20 of them, of Triumphs. Yeah? Yeah. As the in? Old, all, the old, all the old convertibles. Four, and then, sixes, TR, and then yeah. right up to TR8, I think it was, okay. the last ones. With the, the, the back of the pack were the TR8s. Just fantastic to see them, right? And just 
the smiles on these drivers' oh, faces. Oh, they're loving it. Right? Absolutely. So it doesn't matter what classic you've got. It really does not matter. Right? It doesn't matter what car you've got at all. You do have to be mindful of the drive that you go on. Is it suitable for your car? I mean, if your car is a, an older one that hasn't got a lot of horsepower, you don't want to be going up a freeway with steep hills, really. You, you can do that too, but at your own pace. At your own pace. It's just that, you know, you you want to generally be able to keep up with uh, the traffic. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially through the hills, you don't want to be slowing people down. And if you are slowing people down, just pull over to the passing lanes, if there's a passing lane or, or whatever. Um, be courteous of other drivers um, and, you know, of course, you know, stick within the speed limits if you can. Yeah, well, that, that's always the difficult one. So what would you say to our listeners? I mean, you use your cars, I think, more uh, than anyone I know. Uh, at least weekly I use my cars. Yeah, Sometimes both. it goes, yeah, so, both. And sometimes it goes two weeks, but if it does, then I'll, during the week I'll do something or whatever because I'll get the itches and uh, I'll go out in them. Sometimes I've just... Go, you know, clear your mind and go by myself. Yeah, you know? see, that's great. I mean, I don't get to use it as often, and I know busy with work and things like that. But there's always an excuse. You can always find an excuse. But I think of late, I've tried to use it a little bit more. Well, I've noticed you've used it a yeah. bit more. Yeah, and the kilometers are the least of my worries. Uh, I you, agree. You cannot worry about kilometers. Just enjoy the car, and if you service it correctly, like we've spoken before. It's got the longevity, no problem. You know, it's funny, when I look at my book of notes, so I keep a book of notes about every drive I go on, there's hardly anything I'm writing that I need to tell the technician that I need to fix, I need to look at. How good I've is that? I've heard this, I've heard that. There's a rattle. There's a, you know. And why fantastic. is that? Yeah, because we've maintained them. Correct. Yeah. Because you've maintained them and you've driven them, then you've got all the little bugs and things out. If you've bought one that's got a lot of stuff because it has been, you know, deferred maintenance, well, then you might be writing a few down. And, and you, you know, even people looking at buying these cars, when they look at them, they say, oh, I need low-kilometre cars. Well, generally, those low-kilometre cars are going to have a few problems. That's right, because they haven't been used, so the oil will start, you know, leaking and all sorts of things. So, But anyway, look, you know, going for these classic drives, it is, it is fun. And I, I don't is mind good. doing them... Sorry to cut you off. I don't mind doing them outside of a club run, actually. I like that. Like, you know, the two or three people, I, I, I find that enjoyable also. Because a club run, I've noticed, is different, right? You're going, you're meeting for a coffee in the morning, you're going on a run, a lot more cars, you know, 20, 30, 40 cars sometimes, and you're ending up in a destination. Where the two or three cars, I think, is a little bit more enjoyable because you've got a little bit more autonomy to do stuff. Yeah, I, I prefer the two or three cars. And also, you're going with a group of you know people that you want to be with. Yeah. Uh, not that you don't want to be with the club people. Uh, you do. But, you know, sometimes you're stuck in those, you know, the lunchtime chairs and sort of thing, whereas we move around a fair bit. And you're talking about a variety of stuff. And also, generally, you're talking to people that are probably looking at doing something to their car or going for another trip or something like that. So the weekend trips uh, are good too. We've done a couple of those. Uh, yeah, that's what I've got to do. I want to do – I told you, I definitely want to drive to Melbourne in it. I think that has to be on the – definitely in the new year now that restrictions have lifted and we're coming back to some form of normality. I'd love to do that, a long drive. Because I was saying to my daughter when we were driving, 
How comfortable is this car? Oh, it's unbelievable. The 360 is a very comfortable car. We spent three, three and a half hours in the car on the weekend. My wife said we were gone for five hours. It was just so comfortable to drive that you didn't want to get out of it. So I want to know what the experience is like of driving it, you know, for seven, eight hours. And also, the one thing I want to experience in in the car is I, I want to share this experience with other owners and I want to know what they're finding so I love the, what I do love about the club run because there's other 360s there in my scenario. I can go, what issues have you had? Yeah. What you know? Advan- what have you done to your car? What haven't I done? What have I seen? And nine out of ten times, you're actually learning from other people, and you're teaching other people. Uh, you know, unbeknownst to yourself, that you're actually showing them things that they hadn't thought out, yeah. thought and al- about, and also that when you're speaking to them, you find out what things they like compared yeah. to what you like, and you think, oh, far out, I, I might try that as well. But look, the the club runs are good for a lot of reasons, and the long distance runs are even better. So, look, if we are going to Melbourne, you you know, go along the Great Ocean Road or something, and you stop off every couple of hours, it is it, it is good, you know, and you got the views, and you stay overnight what, somewhere. That's definitely on the cards. Yeah, but you might have to bring your family, so they'd have to bring the SUV. Yeah, correct. Well, they, they can follow. That can be the uh, accompanying car with all the. That's uh, right, with all the luggage. Exactly yeah, right, because there's not much. Look, I, you know, we've talked about it before, but. I've had the fortunate circumstances of being able to drive to Melbourne in both a four, five, six, and or the GT four. And would fantastic. you pick one over the other? Not really. Um, four, five, probably, six is a little bit more comfortable. It was certainly more comfortable, but the GT four is surprisingly comfortable. It's and and if you stop every couple of hours, it's it's not bad. The uh, would I pick one over the other? It really depends who I'm going with. So if they're going with later model cars, maybe. I might take the four, five, six, but it's also the destination. When we get there, what are we going there for? Is it a nationals club run? Like the, you know, are we meeting up for the nationals? Which we can talk about because I think the next nationals are in Queensland. I think yes, but they're thinking of truck. Well, we're not going to drive to Queensland. No, we won't drive. It's, it's, it's four thousand kilometers or whatever. Yeah, so I don't think we're going to drive to Queensland. We could. We could. We but could. The, but yeah. I think it's a bit far. Um, they're, they're thinking of trucking them up, doing the nationals. And then uh, spending another three or four days doing some track or some roads around. Yeah, and you could drive it back, you wow. know, with stopping along the way. But then it's a you know it's a two week trip because in the nationals when you get there, uh, wherever you're getting, whether you've driven there or not, there's a lot of activity. So you do end up doing a lot of kilometres even within the nationals. So yeah. okay, now yeah, well, it's something we could look at. But they're driving your classic. You've got to do it. I and think yeah. But- just do it. And the more you do it, the more you want to do it. And find people with similar minds uh, and you'll enjoy it more rather than just go by yourself. But sometimes you want to clear the head like I do. And I do go from my runs myself, do an hour, an hour and a half run early morning. Uh, just watch out for the push bikes on the road. Actually, I'm going to ask you, because I haven't done this yet and I actually do want to do it. And as the weather cools down, I'm going to definitely do it. Do you drive it at night often? Do you go for night drives often? Uh, I haven't, but well, sorry, I haven't. I have dr- driven at night, uh, particularly I like the GT4 with the green uh, dash lights. Um, yeah. But look, uh, I have driven at night, and sometimes uh, with the kids, just go down and get an ice cream down at the beach. Do you enjoy it as as much? Well, if I'm driving at night, it's normally just get there. It's just okay. a drive to get there, not really a driving experience, uh, and it's it's a cruise really. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I haven't. I must admit, I'm yet to take. It. I mean, we drove back from the track. I remember that night, and it got dark. 
but otherwise I really haven't driven the car at night in yeah. the first two years of ownership. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, it's, uh, you know, and you're not really driving at night to go to a, a place and leave it outside, yeah. you know, in the car park and, you know, so things like that. But um, no, we should do a night drive, you know, now that the weather's a lot better here in uh, the Southern Hemisphere. Okay. All right, so take your, take your classic or your modern classic for a drive, enjoy it. And uh, that's what it's built for. And until next time, thank you. Thanks, Mick. And uh, again, like normal, you can reach us via email, mickandorry at gmail.com or on Instagram, or of course, look up our webpage and it will link you straight to the uh, podcast. And remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Happy driving. Thanks, guys.